Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, uh, we'll tell you this. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. River Cree Resort and Casino has been a uh, with us here in Oilers now for the last seven seasons. They've got Credence Clearwater Revisited, Thursday, July 25th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. And you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Not your small town dealership with a huge new state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We do have a bunch of texts to get to, but at this time, without further ado, I, I should mention, I'm going to update you. Spoiler alert for those of you that are uh, PVRing England and the U.S. and women's uh, international football, the World Cup. United States has gone back up 2-1. These are two good teams. Like There's been some terrific uh, saves made by both Guardians. Some great goals as well in this game. Very talented players. All right. Uh, to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Of course, we've already had Ken Holland on the show in the first hour, along with Mark Spector. Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation just joined us as well. He, of course, represents Sebastian Ajo and Braden Point. Uh, and Ajo getting the offer sheet yesterday from the uh, Canadians and the Hurricanes informing Jerry today that they intend to match the offer. The Oilers, meanwhile, signed Mike Smith to a bonus-laden contract yesterday. He had this to say on uh, signing with the Oilers. At, the, at this age, I think it doesn't. It's not as much about the money as it is about an opportunity to to keep your career moving forward and and to uh, have a chance to compete for the playoffs in the Stanley Cup. And and I really believe that Edmonton is a team that uh, is right there. They're they're you know they have one of the best players in the world in Connor McDavid, and, and obviously Leon Draisaitl had a, a heck of a year also. So and uh, you know other guys that you know probably underachieved last year. So I think it's it's an opportunity for me to. To battle it out for the number one position, Koskinen is a, is a heck of a goalie also, and I want to help him out as much as I can too and understand my role as a veteran player and, and uh, want to be a, you know, a good leader in that locker room and help this group uh, get to the next level. Uh, speaking of Koskinen, Mike Smith went into uh, a little bit more uh, sort of detail on mentoring Koskinen moving forward. I'm going to do everything I can to, to help the guy out. I'm, uh, I, you know, we're on the same team. We're we're battling out, but it's going to be a competitive, you know, friendly, um, you know, battle. And I had Marty Turco as a young guy, and and I'm an older guy now, and realize that I owe it to whoever I'm playing with to help them and and help them along and, and be a good teammate and good leader. And um, Marty was like that to me, and I owe it to uh, to the league and to the players that I play with to to follow in the, the footsteps of him. So. I think uh, I'm going to do everything I can to help this team better, make better. All right. Uh, Marcus Granlin also signed with Edmonton yesterday. He had these thoughts on why the orders made sense. Well, yeah, a couple couple days ago, uh, uh, I talked with my agent, and uh, he told me that uh, Oilers, they're... Uh, uh, they're uh, interested about me, and, uh, and, uh, and that's uh, how it started. 
And and yeah, I think uh, Oilers. It's a, obviously it's a great team and great uh, hockey city. So uh, I think that's a good uh, opportunity f- uh, for me to to get better and uh, and uh, uh, be a great player. All right, uh, Marcus Granlin then uh, added some additional thoughts on potentially contributing a little bit of offense to the Oilers. I think I, uh, I, I can play uh, obviously good uh, defensively and good offensively too. I, I, I think I'm a two-way player and, uh, and like you said, like a couple of years back, I was able to score 19 goals, so hopefully I can, uh, I can do that again. All right, that is Marcus Granlin. It's one thirty-seven in Edmonton. You can text us at 630, 630. Uh Tweet us, at now. Uh, there you go. Uh, Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Uh, here you go. Text us at 630-630. This text comes in out of Grand Prairie. Well, I, I must have an uncle up in Grand Prairie. Actually, that's a possibility. He says this, uh, the way I see it, Bob, Bob Nicholson should give you guys a massive raise. Today, because of uh, uh, Bob and Ken Hollins, you have a job of putting out the fires of the massive amounts of angry fans while all trying to stay real. <laughs> Is it that many... I think the general can cons- like when you talk to you know I mean there's there's three or four other guys that I kind of talk to that work in the business, and we're not bitter rivals just because one guy's at one station and another guy's at another station or something like that. I mean, I've talked to Speck, I've talked to you know Ryan Rashog, I've talked to Jason Greger. Basically, all the guys they kind of get the approach that went on here of the club, right? Not everybody agreed with buying out Secra. Uh, I will tell you that I was concerned that he'd lost the explosiveness in his feet that he would need, and I think the injuries are going to... You know, we had I had people all Sunday, oh, you're telling me they couldn't get somebody to eat half the contract at $2.75 million for the next two years. Yes, I'm telling you that they couldn't get somebody to eat half the contract for the next two years, and what did he sign for? A one-year deal, 1.5 base, another 500 k bonus. Okay? And here's the issue. He got hurt twice. A smaller defenseman, not a physical defenseman, a defenseman whose part of his game is based on mobility. You would be hard-pressed to meet a better guy than Andre Sekra. He was loved in the room. They called him Reg. I called him Andre. Right? Like he just, the whole Reg had to do with uh, the last uh, three names in his uh in, in his first... Anyways, bottom line here is he's just a good guy, right? He's a good guy. Not necessarily the sort of guy you want to see leave a dressing room. But he was going to be hard-pressed to play in the top four anymore in the NHL. And there's a price point, and it's a business in a cap world. So for those of you that didn't want to buy him out, I get it. I get your perspective. I personally believe the decision made sense. I, I, I didn't believe trading for Brandon Manning made sense when that deal got made, especially given that the orders were weakening their talent, which they're still trying to fill at forward. The Petrovich deal, when that trade got made, I thought it had a chance to work. And I kind of feel bad for Alex uh, Petrovich. Uh, the third-round pick, some would say, was too much. 
was pretty obvious Weidman wasn't going to be able to play in the NHL. He played one more game. That was it with Florida. Then he was done. Doesn't have a contract yet. But with the Sacra buyout, knowing what you had coming, knowing that Legison had played a year in the Swedish Hockey League and then last year in the minors, knowing that Caleb Jones had spent a couple years in the minors, knowing that you got Ethan Bear a couple years in the minors, three options there, knowing that you got Joel Person, a real good offensive defenseman out of Sweden. Like, there's some options there that could take the 15 or 16 minutes you're going to play Sacra. For those of you that believe that Andre Sacra is a top four NHL defenseman still, Sorry, man. I know what I saw in the final 24 games. Okay? And you can argue, is Chris Russell a top four defenseman? On a good team, he's probably in the third pairing. I'd be the first to concede that. Right now, second pairing, right shot. But in Sekra's case, I'll make a prediction right now. I think he gets hurt again because I don't think he can evade the hits because he doesn't have the quickness and he's a smaller guy. Well-liked, Absolutely. But I understand the they shouldn't be buying guys out, right? Somebody tweeted to me, well, Doug Armstrong never buys anybody out in St. Louis. Doug Armstrong remarkably got Buffalo to bite on Patrick Berglund. That's how sour the relationship have gone with O'Reilly, right, in Buffalo, that they were willing to take Patrick Berglund back. And then Buffalo got lucky because Berglund did something that very few players do and terminated his contract. By the way, Berglund signed in Jurgarden today in the uh, Swedish Hockey League because there were reports that there were teams kicking tires on him. Uh, so, situation is what it is. Oilers had depth on defense. They made the decision to buy out Sekra. In two years from now, he'll be the only player on the cap that they're buying out, theoretically. And in two years from now, that's when the big jump's going to take place in the cap. There is a distinct possibility, by the way, that we would have a minute increase in the cap next year. That we might be going from 81.5 to maybe just 82, 82.5. So we'll see what ends up transpiring on that front. I asked about Sebastian Ajo versus Mitch Marner, Texas at 6.30, 6.30 on our Heartland Ford text line. And I also mentioned um, a little bit about, yes, Paul Yarby. Uh Out of Brooks, Alberta. Why do you keep saying ah so many times? You sound like Justin Trudeau. Really? Hey, man. I talked about Pete Chiarelli. Some of the decisions not working out. And likely caught, and he had a lot of autonomy for those decisions. But also had some input from others on, on other. You know, I, I think the Taylor Hall situation. I think they're was maybe a scene set before Petrelli and Todd McClellan ever came here regarding Taylor Hall. And again, next summer, if Taylor Hall in 2020 goes to free agency, there will be 31 teams in the league, and all 31 teams should be in on Taylor Hall. Read between the lines of what I'm saying. Bob, have you heard any talk about Patrick Maroon? Well, what did Ken Holland say earlier? We're looking to upgrade speed in the lineup. I, Furland is out of the order's price point, I believe. I don't. People are texting about Michael Furland as well. I just, I don't see it. Don't see it. Here we go. Hey, Bob, uh, what are your thoughts on Ajo's deal relative to Leon's? In my opinion, Ajo is a more accomplished player at the time of the signing, and he got the same dollar amount 
and a lower portion of the cap, perhaps the three extra years at the end of the deal is worth the relative value in the early years. Are you serious on comparing a five-year deal to an eight-year deal? Come on. You can't. What do you think Ajo's going to get in those six, seven, and eight years? Yeah. There we go. Uh, Because we didn't do anything stupid this year, we will be laughing for the next two years. We just all got to take a break. That one comes to us from Norris Miranov. No relation to Boris Miranov. Uh, Dave says, Bob, Mitch Marner quarterbacks the Maple Leafs power play and kills penalties, so he's my pick over Ajo. Okay. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us. Add orders now. Bob, Ken Holland did nothing, and people think that is okay. We are in no better position than we were a month ago. This text comes in. Bob, the Colorado Avalanche have done the same deal uh, for Tyson Berry, for Kerfoot, and Nugent Hopkins. Why do the Oilers never find a creative way to get a legit point-producing defenseman? Well, you know what? What has Ken Holland consistently said since taking over? you got to draft and develop your own top four defensemen. I, I, believe, I believe the Colorado Avalanche would have traded uh, Barry straight up for Nugent Hopkins. I don't s- see how Edmonton could do that deal, given that Tyson Barry was a pending UFA in 2020. Um. And for Edmonton, they're going to have to re-sign Darnell Nurse. And he is going to cost money, trust me. Probably between $5.5 and $7 million in two years from now. So when we get into the summer of 2020, you're going to need to factor in, in fact, I'll go even, I'll go 6 to $7 million for Nurse. That's my guess as to what the cost would be. 146 in Edmonton, off to a quick timeout. We'll come back with this day in Oilers history. Brendan Escott will jump back in. This is Oilers Now. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Check. It is 149 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Tomorrow, I will be uh, at an event, so pinch hitting will be Brendan Escott. That's whose voice we're going to hear next. As we go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, get the hottest branded items for summer, like blankets, camping chairs, coolers, and outdoor games and more. Elite promotional marketing. Brendan, what do you got? All and right. we, by the way, we wanted to wait mm-hmm. until late into the second hour. Has there been anybody signed over the last hour and 45 minutes? Mark Letestu heading to Winnipeg on a one-year uh, deal for the minimum at 700000 Lawson Krause is back in Arizona for three more years. Uh, no finances disclosed there yet. Uh, 1.5 times three. There you go. Okay. So uh, after we signed off yesterday, Bob, of course, the Leafs and Avalanche pulling off that blockbuster. Nazem Kadri, Callie Rosen, and a third rounder sent to Denver for Tyson Berry, Alex Kerfoot, and a sixth rounder. Uh, a couple more significant signings came down as well with uh, an impact between the pipes in particular. Robin Lehner in Chicago, one year, $5 million deal there. Semyon Varlamov signs on Long Island for four years at $5 million per. And Peter Morazic re-upped with Carolina for two years at at uh, just over $3 million cap hit per. Uh, San Jose locking up Timo Meyer yesterday as well. Four years there, $6 million AAV. Of course, he's coming off a 
goal 66 point season. The Athletics' Jesse Granger, uh, periodic guest of the show, I would say, he reports that the Golden Knights and Nikita Gusev, who many people regard as the best player not in the NHL right now, they're more than $2 million apart on uh, average annual value as they try to work on a deal to bring Gusev over from the KHL. He put up 82 points in 62 games for SKA St. Petersburg and is reportedly now available via a trade. That's according to team president George McPhee. Seventh overall pick Dylan Cousins will have surgery today on his left thumb following a kind of a gruesome injury suffered at development camp last week. Timetable for his return will be determined after that procedure is done, according to the team. And of course, we mentioned it off the top of the show. Hockey fans in Callahoo had quite an exciting morning as the St. Louis Blues head coach Craig Berube bringing the Stanley Cup through town. Pareko bringing it to St. Albert tomorrow, Bob. Yeah, St. Albert uh, might make a uh, uh, stop off as well uh, in West Edmonton to uh, keep an eye on that. It's 152 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630, 630. The goaltending, the whole situation with the goaltenders was quite interesting. Uh, I know we have listeners uh, in Red Deer that are Flames fans or in Calgary. I'm here to tell you, like, I, I respect what David Redditch did last year, Redditch did last year. Uh, I would not rule it out of the realm of possibilities that Cam Talbot competes hard for the number one job there. Just like with Mike Smith, I think we're going to have a battle here between Smith and Koskin as well. It's going to make for real entertaining uh, times. I know in the case of Cam Talbot, at the start of the year, Peter Shirelli was in conversations with George Bezos' agent, and then uh, that conversation ended just after Tom McClellan was fired. And Talbot didn't get... He'd be the first to tell you he needed to play better. I will tell you that I don't think there's a better guy. Like, a lot of times goaltenders are different cats. Uh, Cam was had the ability to be one of the boys, but he never blamed the boys. Like, you know, when pucks went in, he took things in internally. And God knows, we know the orders got dissected, especially on the penalty kill. I'll give you a name that I would have time for, for Edmonton. A, a guy that can kill penalties, that's feisty, that's quick, uh, that had a pretty good season last year. Josh Archibald. Not a sexy name. A right shot. I would have time for him as a bottom six forward, especially if you could get him at 800K or less. So just, uh, and I'm not sure where the Oilers are. I know we had Ken Holland on the show to open the show today, but uh, that is the sort of subtle, cheaper, and it's not a sexy guy. And I do think that we're going to see at least two more names added. Right now I got the Oilers at 46 contracts. I'm not counting Olivier Rodrigue because he's going to go back to juniors this year. So the orders, so he's on a slide. So I've got Edmonton at 46 contracts, and that includes Ryan Mantha, whose career is over. Um, had an issue, uh, a stroke issue with his eye that ended his career. He's in the last year of his ELC. So at 46 contracts, I, I could see the orders adding two more forwards. And if it were me, one of the cheaper guys I'd look for to compete and play, because I think he'd play, is, uh, yeah, a guy out of Arizona, Josh Archibald. All right, let's get to this day in Oilers history, which uh, has been sponsored over the last eight seasons on this show by New West Travel and will be sponsored again shortly by New West Travel as they get ready to launch uh, their New West Travel road trips. You know, I, I, I seem to remember this day. 
Go for it. What happened back on July 3rd? No, it's July 2nd, mm-hmm. 2008. Yeah, well, Daryl Cates was officially introduced as the new owner of the Edmonton Oilers during a press conference at Rexall Place. He purchased the team from the Edmonton Investors Group for uh, right around $200 million. Yeah. I seem to recall how he opened his uh, speech that day. Made me chuckle. 155, what's coming up with the mega-talented Reed Wilkins tonight on Inside Sports? He has. Uh, Jason Moss is going to make an appearance on the show, head coach of the Edmonton Eskimos, and it sounds like they're getting Mark Latestu tonight as well. All so right, you can well, tune in there, if, six if, to eight. If Reed can't get Mark Latestu, I don't know who can. Mark's a great guy. Uh, the situation in Winnipeg, where's the firm team for Winnipeg? The Manitoba Moose in Winnipeg. Perfect scenario for the Latestu family. Mark's a real good guy. Uh, he made the most out of things. And like uh, Matt Hendricks, who moved into coaching and is in development, I could see Mark Latestu in a role like that in, in a year from now as well. But uh, we wish him the best of luck this year with the Jets. That wraps up the Tuesday edition. Again, Brennan Escott will be in studio tomorrow. Uh, we will head off to a global news, weather, and uh, traffic update with Eileen Bell. Today on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News, uh, guest host Kelsey Campbell and Morgan Black. I'd like to thank our guest today again, Ken Holland, Oilers President and General Manager, Mark Spector, Stopper Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, live racing Thursday nights, Saturday days, Sunday days out at Century Mile, and Jerry Johansson, the agent for Sebastian Ajo. So long, everybody from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.